0: Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable, and capable programming language. And one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning, as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're, You're right, right, it's, it's Python. Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is, you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP certification examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoda.com. The, the starting, starting place, place has become, become a, a future, future coder. coder.
1: The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur, Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs. Welcome to this new episode of the Entrepreneurial Dash podcast series
0: and an episode which you could say is going to be something of a departure from what has been produced so far. I say that in terms of the subject matter. A subject which might seem as being controversial to some people and Shailis will tell us why in a moment. So, uh, how are you doing? You alright?
2: Very good. Good. (laughs) Hello, Phil. As we discussed in the last few episodes, it's important we discuss the various stages which an entrepreneur or professional might go through in the various aspects of their life, which might have an impact on them. As far as this episode is concerned, we are adding to the podcast this time around my interactions with ancient predictive methods, for example, astrology...
0: Wow. Ancient methods. And this is going to be rather insightful, to say the very least.
2: And as you said, it could be seen as being controversial. So why do you say that? For the plain, simple reason that many people don't believe in such a science. And many who believe it don't want to talk about it, as they might feel sigh or might think others in the society may not think well of them if they come to know of such things. I must say it's only based on my limited experience with this subject matter, but I have decided to talk about it because I really believe if advice is taken from the right individual, an expert who knows the subject well, this would work as well with like investment managers do following the various studies and courses. But just like meditation or healthcare experts or life coaches, I believe astrology is also a field in which a large percentage of entrepreneurs and business owners can get help from in one form or the other whether they might admit it or not. In different countries, astrology takes on various forms and shapes and is given different names, whether it's in China, Asia, India, Africa, Middle East, UK, Eastern Europe or Russia. Well, I have some experience with few of those practices. In this podcast in particular, I'll focus on the Indian Vedic astrology and some of its variants. This is where my experience lies as I have studied this person a bit, and I have met many learned astrologers on the same subject.
1: The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories, and tips from Master Entrepreneur Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups, and entrepreneurs.
2: In simple terms, I must say that astrology from my perspective has so much depth and is probably one of the most difficult subjects to understand and analyze. Without going too much deeper into the subject, I would say it's something which actually shows how our life and universe is connected together in a rhythmic harmony. We are not separated or isolated, but joined together in an organic way. Life is a whole, meaning whatever is happening anywhere in the universe also affects us humans and vice versa. If one can understand this properly, then one can see that everything is predetermined and there is no need to live encased within ego and pride very powerful forces are operating and one's ego is absolutely insignificant now this is easier said than done because most of us don't understand this as we don't believe in it. It is a bit like we believe in our religions and cultures where we accept whatever is told to us or indeed any signs for that matter So Shailesh this sounds like a very
0: complex subject so to get a better understanding and try to understand astrology what should we do and how should we move on?
2: Let's have the astrological definition as per the Vedic Vedic Astrology and move to more basic calculations which will tell you why I say it's a very complicated subject and why I think it's also a kind of a science. In Vedic Astrology, there are 12 houses and 9 planets. I would say in Western Astrology, there are 3 more but they don't have the nodes, Rahu and Ketu. And they have 27 constellations and each constellation has 4 different steps which in, in Indian language is called as pada. And each one of these might have 50 to 100 qualities or predictions. So this is a vast number of permutations and combinations of what factors could work for somebody on the predictions. And this is why it's so difficult to predict and requires so much of hard work. While astrology is a science or not, many would argue, but they can't explain why the planets have the same name as our universal planets. To be frank, if you go deeper into the subject matter, you would probably see that your behavior of your personality could possibly be a mix of the properties in those planets, be that Venus, be that Mercury, be that Sun or a Moon. I'll probably go a bit more deeper into this subject in another episode, but here I would like to say is that just like you have doctors who have over a period of time become very good at work depending on their experience and how many patients they have looked at, it is similar in astrology. The real good student of astrology, despite all their knowledge, who still need a lot of experience in looking at different charts, getting the permutations and combinations right so they can do a proper prediction.
1: The Entrepreneurial Dash, essential listening for all SMEs, startups, and entrepreneurs. Wow, now, to me, from what you're saying so far, astrology
0: appears to be based on a lot of mathematics and, as you say, certain combinations of numbers leading to what appears to be more than coincidences. So, in order to get a clearer idea, perhaps you can give us some examples.
2: Actually, a question I would like to leave here for everybody to think about is that there are 12 houses multiplied the number of planets, which is 9, gives us a number 108, 108. Now if we take 27 constellations multiplied by the four padas that each one of them have, this leads to the same total which is 108. Now if we have the distance between the sun to the earth, we find that distance is 108 times the sun's diameter. And similarly from earth to moon is also 108 times moon's diameter. Nobody talks about the correlation between these various aspects. Unfortunately, most of the astrologers take the easy way out of talking about standard predictions without doing a proper analysis and knowledge of the various combinations and their likely effect. While it might work many times, but would not be really useful while trying to do a very accurate, minute prediction, as doing a very micro prediction would require to look at many permutations and combinations with forward-looking steps, like how you play chess, And you have to be able to predict the future steps that your opponent is going to take. And only then you might be able to find a useful solution for yourself rather than having a general prediction.
0: Well, an incredible uh, fact there, the number 108, the importance of the number 108. So I'm just wondering, in terms of the aspect of predictions, can you now really sort of give us some ideas, some of the, uh, pass on to us some of the wonders which come to mind?
2: Some of the wonders I have seen, depending on the chart of a particular time, if you are in the car, everything about the driver in the car and your friend in the car can be predicted. Another one of these wonders I have seen is that when the prediction is done in a proper manner, the medical conditions of a person can be determined and later the same can be confirmed through various lab and radiology tests.
1: Mm.
2: One needs to bear in mind that this kind of prediction might also need quite a bit of knowledge of another subsect of astrology. This subset is known as KP Astrology and is really helpful in giving answers to queries.
0: Now, this indeed is a very complex subject. And the good thing about podcasts is if you want to go back and hear something again, or indeed the entire podcast, you can do that. With radio, it's out there. It's gone into the ether and disappeared. So with podcasts, you can go back and forth, download and save them. And indeed, do tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast series, which is available on uh, Apple Podcasts and so many other podcast channels, and also on the website, fytrends.com. Okay, that's uh, Trends, P-H-I-T-R-E-N-D-S com and give us a big like yeah pass the word around we'd love to get some re- reaction and interaction with you as well the entrepreneurial dash so Charlotte, a very complex subject astrology a lot of numbers involved and combinations of permutations so um principles the fundamental principles i think is perhaps something which would be a good way forward so give us um, some indication of
2: those Indeed, I'll finish this part with some basic fundamentals which might be taken as universal rules and these would include three basic combinations. This should be easy to understand but nevertheless, I'm pretty sure each learned astrologer might as well have their own views. There are three basic combinations which I value in order to do a prediction in a particular way. However, I'm sure very experienced astrologer will have developed their own method. For me, the most basic is the birth chart to which I provide almost 40% weightage. Then other, another forty percent would be to the Mahadasana and Antadasha of the current period of the person concerned. And the remaining twenty percent I would attribute to the current transit of the various planets, particularly the longer term ones, which is Saturn, Jupiter, Rahu and Ketu, along with the main planets of your Dasha, Antadasha period, and your main lucky planets.
0: Okay, you mentioned there a couple of names I'm not familiar with. Perhaps uh, you give us an explanation of uh, Mahadasha and Tadasha to enlighten us what they mean.
2: Yes, I actually, I, I was while well, I was I was writing this, you know, episode, uh, and I was writing an article on astrology. I was trying to find because all the readings that I have done. Mm. Uh, ever, in any book. It keeps stating about Dasha and Mahadasha. They don't have an English word for that. I hope this one goes into the Oxford Dictionary as well. But <laughs> having said that, it talks about a main life period uh, for a particular planet that's running for you and a sub-period. Okay. And they combine with each other to see how that goes through. But uh, to give a right, the right particular answer, yep. I think it's... Uh, I don't have it in the sense... There's no particular English word that have found the entrepreneurial dash in this dash. perspective. Uh, so, okay. uh, I would say that as per the, I think we have to use the words which people have used as per the Vedic astrology, sure. and we'll go ahead with okay. that. Okay,
0: so a main sort of concept so and a sub-concept. So it's
2: basically what it says is that suppose you're running through a period of Venus Mahadasha, which is the main period of you, mm-hmm. and it could have a subsect of a Sun or a Saturn, you know, sub period the for each among that that could be done into the, okay. because each planet has to cover with a sub-period of various other planets going through it.
0: Okay, well indeed it is very involved and uh, we're learning as we go through this podcast series so I think you're uh, going to continue as per your version of uh, astrology what you know, the, the Vedic.
2: As per the Vedic astrology I believe house number one has, given, has been given a lot of importance and to its lord. It it determines your physical and outer form, personality etc without going into much details and the house in which moon is situated determines a lot about your mental status. Now the lord of the planet opposite the first house which would be the seventh house would be in simple terms taken as the most difficult planet for you. Many astrologers also say, say that this is the Satishan or the seat of power, basically your marriage partner's house. So why would its lord be bad for you? That's a question mark. Mm. Like economics and legal field, it's easy in astrology to get different opinions about the same matter. And none of them might be wrong. Just have different perspectives.
1: The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips
2: from master entrepreneur, Silish Dash. At the same time, the lord of the same house, among centre houses, which is 1, 4, 7 and 10, Along with the trine, which are 1, 5 and 9, house is said to be your lucky planet. Now you can see that 1 is among both of them. That's why 1 is uh, number 1 house, is a very important house. For example, in case of Aquarius Lagna, the most important planet would be Venus. This being the lord of the 4th and the 9th house. Similarly, the other important planets could be the lords of the 10th, 11th and 12th houses, the constellations they are in. Now, this is a very simplistic way of expressing things for some basic understanding. Also, because of their permutation combinations we talked about earlier, things could be very different from the generally accepted principles because of the other factors. We will dive a bit more deeper in our next episodes on my interaction with astrology.
0: Fascinating uh, information then. I must ask you about one word there. You said Aquarius and followed that with the Aquarius Lagna. So, what is the Lagna?
2: So, Lagna is your first house, and the lord of that house is the Lagna lord. So, number one house is known as in Vedic astrology as your Lagna house. And the lord of that house is the lord of the Lagna, which is the most important planet. Okay, okay, for you.
0: okay yeah. great. Thanks for clarifying that. So, a fascinating podcast loaded with lots of information, as we said before. You can download this, go over it as many times as you want and uh, reflect on what uh, Charlotte has been talking about. And, uh, of course, do uh, follow us on the podcast channels, Apple, Google and Spotify and also the uh, website fytrends.com. So, um, as we do, Charlotte, we, we sort of finish off with a key point, a takeaway, as we call it. So, what would you say? What do you like to reflect on and, and, and make as a takeaway for this podcast?
2: Uh, while ending this part of my experience with Vedic astrology, I must say that it's a very beautiful art and science, whichever you want to, way to put it, but it requires a lot of hard work to learn and needs a lot of experience too for it to be beneficial for the mankind please remember it should never be used as an end to benefit oneself but rather should be used as a process to learn about oneself and as a guide to improve our lives
1: the entrepreneurial dash essential listening for all smes startups and entrepreneurs And in the next episode, the topic will be financial independence. Charlotte
0: should be taking a look at a couple of key things, including what does that mean in today's world and how much does it take for one to have financial independence. The Entrepreneurial Dash. We hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to hearing from you. So why not drop us an email? Send us an email to uh, hello at fitrends.com. That's P-H-I-Trends, T-R-E-N-D-S dot com. And please share the link to your colleagues and friends. Give the podcast a like and subscribe to the channel. Podcasts are now available on Apple, Google, Spotify and many other podcast channels.
1: The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from Master Entrepreneur, Silish Dash. Which is the fastest growing
0: programming language in the world The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language And one which plays a major role in web development GUI programming, big data, machine learning As well as custom enterprise solutions You're You're right, right. it's it's Python. Python It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications For future coders like you, Viva Coda Dubai has launched the Certified Entry Level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is, you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP certification examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The, the starting, place starting place has become, become a future, future coder. coder.